This is Money Honestly, a podcast by Cash A. I'm your host, Denita Tsekova. Danny is 29, and he was laid off at the end of April, weeks after the big wave of layoffs. He was working at a major rideshare company. His layoff didn't come as a surprise, after he saw tens of millions of unemployment claims. How long have you been working at the company you were laid off from? I have been there since August of 2018, so about a year and a half. And what kind of position did you have in terms of senior, junior position? You know, I was, I was like a site lead. Okay. And when were you laid off? Today. And how did you hear about it? It was communicated via a, like a, a web chat from senior management, executive leadership. And what was your first reaction when you heard about that? About time. I wasn't shocked. I kind of saw the writing on the walls coming. It's one of those, you know, you anticipate things when you see market conditions declining and you know that you're the company you work for is no longer making money mm-hmm. and it makes it hard to pay you your, your salary. So when I first got the email this morning, I wasn't shocked. I was upset naturally, but I wasn't, I wasn't shocked. And then I went through the, the typical processing emotions of, you know, figuring out what the next steps are and how those look. And as you said, you weren't really part of the first wave because they were like, maybe it all started five weeks ago. So why, why do you think it didn't happen to you, I don't know, mid-March, but now? Like. I think the company, like the leadership, was trying to do as much as theoretically possible, not even physically possible, to retain as many employees and team members as they could. That, I mean, there were already budget restrictions that were put in place, hard caps on like expenses had been put in place, things like that, that had already to the tune of like tens of millions of dollars throughout the rest of the year had already been implemented and were, you know, understood. But the fact that it I mean, just looking at the news, things looked like they were not going to get better for quite a long time to the point that we could be a sustainable business. And just looking at the news, looking at the unemployment numbers, unemployment claims, Mm -hmm. did you you see that coming? And when were you expecting it to happen? Did did I see the the layoff? Yeah, the layoff coming, yeah. Um, I figured it would be within the month. Mm-hmm. within April or within May I'm sorry I figured mm-hmm. it would have within May because I don't foresee us reopening our locations soon okay. because of the health concerns and for you obviously it happened today but what, what are the next steps do you plan to apply for unemployment benefits yeah I plan on applying I plan on applying for unemployment insurance mainly because I've been paying taxes since I was 18 years old I, I have earned it it's mine I've paid these money, this money, but I've started working on resume, trying to figure out what the next steps are as far as like applying for other positions outside of the company and just reaching out to just people on various social media platforms, et cetera, that I know have supervisory positions that are currently employed, seeing if there's anything available there, just 
putting feelers out at this point. And do you know, do you have any information from your majors or just employers as if you'll be able to return to work or this is uh, permanent? Um, this, it is a permanent thing. You are eligible for a rehire if mm-hmm. your last two performance valuations were at standard or higher. So if you were either of the two were below threshold, you would not be eligible for a rehire. But all that does is basically gets your foot into the door for an application. You would still be treated as a new applicant. Okay. Hmm. And it's, what about... It sucks, but it's also, I need it, so I would be okay. But there's others that I know that don't need it. Okay. And what about the things, the benefits that are tied to your job? Are you losing access to healthcare? Is your healthcare tied to your job in the first place? My healthcare is tied to my job. However, I will say that my, my benefits will not be changing through the end of October. Okay. It's extremely generous and I'm thankful for that. But the, the, the cost of it would not be changing. It would still be at the same cost. Okay. And are you going to pay the cost that the employer was paying before? It was entirely employer covered. Okay. Yeah. Cause mm, it, it depends on the employer. Like if they have granted you to pay until October. And yeah, then- that's what I'm saying. The employer okay. paid the cost before and they're going to continue paying through the end of oh, okay. October through Cobra. They're going to play the Cobra premium. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's- Which is very nice of them. They didn't have to do that. I read that and made sure to like uncross my eyes and, Look at yeah, this that's- different way, but it's they confirmed that that was how how the severance would work. Okay, and what about retirement savings? <laughs> um, all four hundred one k contributions would cease effective immediately. So we weren't vested; they didn't match. It was just whatever you contribute mm-hmm. into the fidelity account. So those whatever you have in there is just it's going to remain in there and then be subject to volatility in the market but at this point we would not be getting any more contributions from our own wages and what does that mean for you personally like how long you've been investing in your retirement it doesn't affect me it doesn't affect me that much because i don't have i think i have less than 2000 in my 401k okay which i can't draw it anyways because it's just going to get taxed so i'd rather leave it and let it do its thing but it doesn't get contributed to that much anyways. I was only at 3%. And were you expecting to have more in your 401k right now? I mean, before COVID, yeah. But it it took a pretty substantial dive because of you know the market crashing. Yeah, obviously. And what are, like, what kind of jobs do you plan? You said you'd be looking for jobs. What kind of jobs would you work? You, would you be looking for? In- get into the tech sector. I think that'd be cool. I'd like to go maybe get back to doing retail because I do enjoy like, the face-to-face interactions and then maybe even some uh, large-scale manufacturing. I've done that before in the past. Okay. And say that you get the employment benefits, how, how much of your income would that be? Would it be, I don't know, 50, 60% of your normal income? Again, piggybacking off of the the health coverage thing, they're being, they're going to pay out all of the PTO that you currently have accrued all the way to the hour. And they are also going to be providing 10 weeks of severance pay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So very, very generous compared to what I've Yeah. Heard. 
from for most of the people I spoke to, this is pretty pretty generous. Yeah. And do, so, do you see really this layoff having um, serious effects on your personal finances? Long term, no, because by that point, I anticipate having employment at that point. Mm-hmm. But short term, I'm definitely going to just pull back the reins and you know, tighten everything down and spend as little as possible because you just don't know how long it's going to last. So short term, yeah, it would affect it just because you don't know what the future holds. And you're just trying to like store it away for the winter effectively. Okay. And what are, what are your main expenses? Do you pay rent? Do you pay mortgage? How pay that- rent, student loans and a vehicle. Okay, and can you rate them, which is the most expensive one? Is it your rent? Rent is my most expensive, then my vehicle, then my student loans. Okay. And what about your savings? How long do you think your savings will last you for? If I pull back on spending, like I anticipate doing my current savings, like liquid, basically, I wouldn't, I would be good probably through losing track of the months because every time scale is just wrong. There's no time right now. Time is a lot. I know, yeah. um, April. You can just say for two or three months. Or... Yeah, so I'm trying to go through the math. Probably <laughs> through July. Okay. Yeah, so I've got some, some cash on hand. Mm-hmm. And do you have, I don't know, any plans? Plan B? If this continues longer, you know, we have access to income by then. Like um, Worst case scenario, I was thinking about this earlier. My vehicle's new enough that I could drive, like, ride share. I could do that if I wanted to. So, and I've done it in the past. So, if I need to, I can always, like, fall back on that as a last resort. Just to put at least some cash flow coming in. Okay. And would you rely on credit cards, help from parents, or any of those in such Because both, both of my my parents are both still like employed. They're fully employed. So if need be, I would rely on them first. And then I would start dipping into credit. Okay. I, I have access to credit. I have like, a pretty good credit score, too. So I can use credit if I need to. I prefer not to. So it would, it would, you know, adversely affect me moving forward in the future. Yeah. Try to do as little damage as you can. But if it's required of me to, you know, pay bills and eat, then I'm going to, well, I'll do it. Yeah. Well, what about the stimulus payment? Did you get one? My what? Uh, did you get a stimulus payment? Oh, yeah. I received it already. What's your opinion about that? Do you think it's sufficient? What did you use it towards? I don't think it's sufficient at all, but it's it's a good start. And I just I just put it in the bank. I was going to use because I was still employed at that point when I received it. So I was just going to basically put it away as a rainy day. Okay. And do you think there should be a second round? Would that help you in your situation? I think there should be monthly until it, we get this this thing under control. Because Canada's already demonstrated that they could do two thousand dollars. Per month, per citizen. And have you have you looked through the applying for employment benefits process? Have you had any feedback from maybe your colleagues applying for this? How um, do you think? 
I haven't. I've looked through, you know, the things that you would need to have as far as like documentation, pay stubs, W-2s, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, anything beyond that, I haven't seen what the next steps would be or how to apply for it. I just know the documentation that I would need to start gathering to initiate the process. And what realistic, I mean, it's really hard to think about exactly, but when do you think you'll be able to kind of return to even looking for a job in a normal job market? When do you think you'll be able to get a new job and kind of return to your normal, usual monthly income? I'd say in like a month to three months, I would anticipate having regained full-time employment. And what about your family and friends? I bet there have been people who lost their jobs recently. Are, are they looking for our jobs? Have they had any luck finding new ones? Everyone that I've spoken with that did lose their jobs has not been able to find long-term employment. Some of it's just like picking up gigs here and there, doing small-scale st- small stuff like food delivery for restaurants, that kind of thing. But the ones that are doing that, they haven't found anything long-term sustainable yet. Whether that's just okay. because they don't have the qualifications or if they don't, it's hard to find jobs, frankly. And what about your career aspirations? Like, were you expecting to kind of climb up the career ladder in the next few years? Do you think this will kind of slow down your development in professional terms? Absolutely. Yeah. Because I was, I felt like I was on a fairly strong trajectory internally within our company that I was going to be in a, a pretty, not lucrative, but a very professionally good place because of the health of the business and how well we were doing before the, the pandemic. And what, what do you remember from 2008 and 2009? Is there some kind of, I don't know, a memory you have and a takeaway you've had from the crisis then? Not really, because at that point I was only like 16. Yeah. I wasn't working at the time. I know both my parents, they were both, they retained their, their jobs through the Great Recession. However, I, we had many like family friends who did not. And we were trying to help them as much as we could with what we had. But as far as like my memories of it, I don't have any distinct memories of, you know, scary times. I had friends who, you know, were losing their homes. But at that point, when you're 16, it's like, okay, cool. We could have a sleepover with my friends frequently. And well, what about, have you had any plans for maybe buying a house, taking a mortgage? Is that put on hold? Yeah, that was actually why I was saving up cash to put a down payment on a home. But I was planning on having that done within about two years. But then, of course, this happens. You know, you got to spend all those. There's reserves that you have on hand to keep paying bills, keep eating. And when when did you start um, saving for the down payment? I'd started saving for a down payment when I started my job here. So about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And how, like, how do you think this will delay really that process? Do you think you'll start from scratch after you go back to? I'm anticipating starting from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I don't know how long it's going to be. So, is there anything else you have you can lean on? Do you have any, I don't know, stocks or 
something else apart from savings that will help in the current situation? I have some some things that I could sell as far as that, but then of course involve someone buying it as far as like tangible assets, but I don't have any, I have a few, whatever's in my, my 401k, but that's, I'm not touching that for now. But as far as that, I'm just kind of just whatever the cash reserves I have, I don't have anything other than that. And what about paying for rent? Do you think that will ever be a concern for you? If it goes longer than about six months, probably. But at that point, I'll be in contact with my my landlord to find out what their what assistance they would provide. Thanks for listening to Money Honestly by Cache. If you enjoyed this episode, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star rating and review. If you're looking for personal finance advice, check out Cache.com. Until next time, thank you for listening.